Hallelujah. Now, how about you? Amen. Folks, I believe the church, Jesus is your everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus is your sunshine, shield. He's your friend, indeed. He's your joy, your, your peace, your life. I believe that he's not only your healer, he's not only your provider, but he's your everything. I so appreciate him that he's my everything. I didn't know a word of English language when I started preaching. Word of English language. Never been to school for English, and I've never been educated anywhere. And I, I testified everywhere. God has chosen me. I will go into all the world and preach the gospel. And people used to come to me and they said, hey, you talk very big. You don't even know one word of English language. You can't even go to the next state. Because in India, every state has its own language. Hmm. And you need to know English to bridge. They interpret you in your, their local language. And they ask me, how can you go into all the world? You can't go to the next state. I just used to tell them, he's my everything. He'll do it. Hmm. And lo and behold, God has done it. We have planted church in, uh, churches in every state, in different languages, and God's been very good to me. I just appreciate God. I want to talk to you with uh, the Word of God, from the Word of God, and I always use a scripture, and I call it a key scripture. And my message is based on that scripture. If you remember that scripture, you will remember the message all your life. And my key scripture this morning or this afternoon is... Book of Jude. Oh, is it in Bible? Yeah, it is. <laughs> a lot of people don't know because it's such a small book, only one chapter, and only 25 verses. But it has. Jude is writing to the church, believers, some important things that relate to life. And I've asked Don to read the scripture, the scriptures, and first chapter of the only chapter, verse 24. And it reads like this. Listen to this. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless. Present you faultless. The plan of God is to present you faultless. Oh, maybe he's not talking about me. I have a lot of faults. <laughs> no, no, this is not me. I'm, I'm, I'm a very bad man. I have a lot of faults, a lot of sin, a lot of shortcomings. No, he's going to make you faultless, wash you, cleanse you, change you, fix you, and present you faultless. Church, this is a letter for you. This letter was not for those days only, but by the word of God, it speaks through all the ages. If one of you is very discouraged because you have faults in you, don't worry. He is going to make you faultless. He's going to fix you. He knows how to do it. He's going to present you faultless. What else? Faultless. Listen to this. Number one, faultless. Say faultless. Faultless. Okay, next. Before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. He's going to put you in his glory, in his presence. 
in his presence. You're not going to be anywhere in his presence. You feel the presence of God where you're standing. You are made for the presence of God. And uh, uh, I can't go to the presence of God. Uh, no, you can't. But he's going to take you. The Holy Spirit is preparing the church uh, and fixing the church and making the church uh, uh, faultless and presenting in the presence of God. You, in your house, in your small house, only one bedroom house and two bedroom house, in your broken car, you'll feel the presence of God. Mm. Presence of God. Amen. You'll feel the presence of God. So he's preparing you to make you faultless for the presence of God. For faultless in the presence of God. What else? One more thing. Before his presence and with exceeding joy. What? Okay, let's go to the presence of God. Uh, uh, God, what do you want to do? I'm so sick and tired. But uh, no, not like this. He's going to take you into his presence and you will not just have a little joy or a medium-sized joy, but you will have a, a great joy, exceeding joy. You can read New Testament. The position of the church was so critical. The government was against them. They did not have anything. And people were trying to kill them. But everywhere you read in the word of God, they had great joy. They had great joy. They had great joy. Why? Because the Holy filled them with great joy. Folks, if you don't have joy, don't say, I am a Christian. It's like saying, I'm a sugar, but I'm not sweet. Oh. <laughs> I am honey, but very bitter. Oh. Wow. You're a Christian, you're already full of joy. Oh. And the Holy Spirit is trying to do these things. Fill you with extreme joy. Take you for the presence of God. And make you blameless and faultless. But how is it going to do? Listen to it. Read the verse again. We, we, we skipped the main thing because that's our topic for this morning. So that's why we skipped. What is he going to do in me so that I am full of his joy? So that I'm in the presence of the Holy Spirit? So that I'm blameless and faultless? Okay, listen to this. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Ah, he has to do something. He has to keep you from stumbling. Stumbling is uh, a step before falling. You know, you, you fall, but before you fall, you stumble. A lot of people have not totally fallen. They still come to church. Oh, come on, Pastor Tony. Come on. But they're stumbling. Church. Let me tell you, he can save you from stumbling. My Bible has uh, used a word, which is in English, it is save you from offenses. Offenses is exactly like stumbling. People have offenses. They're stumbling. They still come to church. They still bring Bible. They still stand when the whole church stands for worship. <laughs> 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 
You can tell they are not walking. You can tell they're not in the presence of God. You can tell they're stumbling. When you talk to them about church, they say, oh, okay, okay, you can do it. Camp meeting, oh, okay. You can have camp meeting. Youth, oh, you can have youth meeting. Oh, they're stumbling. You talk to them too. Two minutes, you know if they're walking or stumbling. Mm. Wow. But God knew this thing. And Jude, Jude is writing a letter to the church. Church, God has a plan to take you in his presence. God has a plan to fix you. God has a plan to fill you with big joy. Yeah. And to, in order to do that, he's going to save you from your offenses. Mm. Offenses. Half of the world today is offended. Uh, yeah. Offended. Something or the other happened. Something or the other happened, offended, and you're offended. And you always say, why do people offend me? Why do they offend me? You know why they offend you? Luke's Gospel 17, chapter 1, verse. Luke's Gospel 17, chapter, verse 1, will explain why people offend you. Listen to this one. Yes. Then he said to the disciples, it is impossible that no offenses should come. It is impossible that you will have no offense. It's impossible. They have to have offenses. Many. In the other translation reads, offenses must come. You're a Christian and you say, nobody offended me? Oh, you better make sure somebody offends you. Because it's a must ingredient. And when I, when, when I see any Christian, nobody ever tried to offend him, I go and offend him. <laughs> But a very important ingredient is missing. It's a must ingredient. What? Offenses must come. It's a must ingredient in the Christian life. It's like beef stew. You cook beef stew different ways. Everybody cooks different way, you know. You cannot compare one's beef stew with the other. They're different ways. Somebody cooks it with potato, some without potato. Some do it with carrots, some do it without carrots. Some do it with cinnamon, some without cinnamon. Some people do it with garlic, some do it without garlic. Some people put onion, some people say, no, we don't put onion. But never try to do beef stew without beef. Mm. <laughs> must ingredient. So offenses are must. But what you need to do is, you need not to be offended with the offenses that come to you. Amen. And Holy Spirit is trying to do this. When you say, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit will help you not to be offended when things happen like that. And save you from offenses. Matthew 16, 23. Matthew 16, 23. A guy came to Jesus Christ. He is a disciple of Jesus Christ. Very learned and very qualified. The only one who's tuned to the Father. Because Jesus asked a question. He said, what do the people call me? And people gave different answers. Only one man was able to give the right answer. And Jesus said, ah, oh, you're listening to my Father. You're in tune to my... I am talking about somebody who's in tune to the Holy Spirit. And Father is talking to him. He said, you are the Messiah. You're the one sent from heaven. And Jesus said, oh, you are in tune to my Father. Listen to same guy who's in tune to Father. Okay. But he turned and said to Peter, Get He behind. turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. What? Get Satan? behind me, Satan. Come on. Two minutes ago. <laughs> Two minutes ago, you called me 
the best guy best disciple i'm tuned to the father i'm tuned and two minutes later you call me devil <laughs> why did he call uh, him uh, devil listen to this verse you you get behind i don't want to see you get behind me devil why you are an offense to me oh because you are an offense to me i want the offense to go back I don't want to see the offense. You are an offense to me. And I checked the word offense in Greek translation, Greek language, language the word that is used, you are a scandalon to me. A scandalon means a trap. Trap for the mouse, trap for the birds. It's called a scandalon. And Jesus said, you are trapping me. You are a trap. Even though you were listening to my father, you were listening to Holy Spirit, and I uh, admired you, what you said, your answer was the best. You are the best man in the church. You gave the best money. You are a very wise man. You are more educated than anybody else. Good. But here you are offense to me. Here you are offense to me. You are a devil because you are a scandal on to me. Uh. Why did Jesus say? Because Peter was simply saying, no, 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 you won't die. No, 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 you, they, they cannot beat you. They cannot scourge you. And they cannot put you on the cross. Jesus said, shut up. That's the plan of God for me. Oh, That's the plan of God. And sometimes people come to you and say, you are such a good man. And you know, you have done so many good things in the church. You have been in the church for 29 years. And you have done so many good things in America. You are the top giver. And people come to you and talk to you with flowery words. You know, Mr. Smith, what happened? You know, you, you, you did the sound system and these people are talking against you and they're talking that you put more money and you wasted the church money and so you should never do this again. Don't get involved in anything. Don't let them do it, you know. When you get involved and people, you know, you should just get out from here and uh, you just go to church and don't do anything. Trap. People who come to you with a trap, what, who will? It's not a bad people who come to you. Some people who are listening to the Father, they can come, become a trap to you. They can become a trap. Very qualified people, people who can read Bible, who can preach Bible. People who are the best people in the society, they could come and they could become a trap. You better watch. What are they saying? Are they not trapped? And don't be offended. Don't be trapped by the words. Because Jude is writing a letter to the church that God's plan is for you to stand before him in his presence. His plan is for you to be filled with the joy. His plan is for you to be blameless and faultless. And you know, we lose our joy when this kind of scandal on come to us. We lose our joy. <laughs> You are such a faithful lady in the Sunday school and you have spent 20 years in doing that. Uh, how much you do for the church and often uh, you give your uh, extra hours and you're working night and day, but there's no recognition for you. Somebody's trying to trap you. But you better say, and somebody says, oh, I think it's a high time for you to leave. You say, shut up. God is bringing these traps, is bringing these offenses to me. But Holy Spirit is saving me from all the offenses. All these things happen. People call me differently. Ah, oh, 
so you you're the one who did this uh, pulpit but don't you think it's a little too odd and you're offended okay in future i'm not going to anything i'm not going to do anything no matter what people say but you listen to father in heaven he is bringing these offenses to you and through these offenses he doesn't want you to be broken into pieces but through these offenses he is making you more experienced and educated so that you are able to stand before the presence of god your offenses should not offend you and that's why holy spirit wants to save you and sidetrack you from these offenses you get rid of these traps and get away from these scandalons he's talking to peter and he's talking to many offenses and jesus said my father has a direction for me my father has planned that people will call me balzabub when i cast out demons they said by the help of demon you are casting demon he was not offended he didn't say okay no more demon casting <laughs> disciples no more demon casting i don't want to be called demon People called him the friends of drunkards. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not going to any drunkard's house anymore. <laughs> he said, who cares? My father is preparing me. My father preparing me and all these things that are coming my way. It's in the plan of the father. Folks, things will happen. And if you've not been offended, you better pray to God. Where is my offenses? <laughs> Send them. And you know, if you've never been offended, anybody who has never been to any examination anybody who has never been to an examination is not qualified because you only after examination examination is to qualify you you go to a class you 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 go to that class whole year at the end there is examination time examination period and because of that examination you're promoted uh-huh. and then another examination and bigger the examination is bigger the classes Many people are praying, no examination for me. I don't want to face any examination. I don't want to face any offenses. Nobody should talk to me. Nobody should call me anything, you know. And if it happens, I'm not going to do it. You continue to do it. You're a Sunday school teacher. You worked hard. Six weeks you prepared this uh, Christmas program. And you brought all the sheets and clothes and everything from your house to decorate the uh, stage and you worked hard night and day you spent your money you ordered the pizza for children kfc from children for children and a lot of money you spent you didn't even charge from the church and after doing all those things you expected people to pat you back and this lady comes to you hmm, are you the sunday school teacher is are you the one who made my daughter a donkey <laughs> <laughs> And look here, your daughter is playing Gabriel. My daughter, don't be offended. No, sister, don't be offended. And don't say, this is it, this is it. Pastor, you can give this job to somebody else. I cannot be sent a school teacher. Don't ask me to do the parking thing. Because I was telling them to park their car here. And they got so, they, they got so mad at me, they were going to run over me by car. And if this is it, I don't want to do it. But you should say, hey, this thing only happened. You go to there. No, no, I, I made your daughter donkey because she had to do, she had to say a lot of things. And your daughter is very smart. She memorized things very fast. But my daughter, I made her Gabriel because she only had to stand like this. 
Make that lady your friend. Yes. Amen. And I guarantee the same lady, she was mad at you. And you didn't like, you were offended. Same lady could become your prayer partner. She could become the fastest friend of yours. But God is trying to work in you. Jude is writing a letter for the church. Church, the plan of God is by sending these offenses, he is also saving you from these offenses. They will come, but they will not be able to touch you. But he's making you faultless. He's making you full of joy so that he can put you in the presence of God. Listen to this one. Second Samuel 6 chapter. Verse 20, 21, 22. 20, 21, 22. Listen to this. Then David returned to bless his house. You know, where is it returning from? He's returning from a successful job. And because he's returning successfully, and he's so happy, what he's done, there are ladies who were very happy and they joined David and David's dancing. Box of the covenant is coming back. He's dancing. David is dancing. When David was dancing because he's destroyed the enemy, the ladies joined David and they started dancing. Uh, dance, very good dance. Folks, <laughs> dance when God's people are dancing. And they were dancing, but there was a lady. There was a lady who was not dancing. She was peeping from the pin window. Peeping from the window. And there uh, always there are two groups. One group, when you dance, they dance. Church, you dance, these people will dance. Uh, you build, they will build. Uh, they, you give, they will give. Uh, they join you. They're a group. They're a body. Uh, but there will always be people who will peep. Yeah, yeah. The peepers will not join you. Because they're always one story higher than you. Mm. <laughs> I can't do all these things. I'm the owner of my company. I'm very educated. I did my PhD from England. <laughs> and when peepers who don't join one step higher, peeping from the window, you will always not like these people, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And she came and she said something. This is his own wife. Mm -hmm. I don't care who's peeping and who's joining. But you listen to the word of God. She came and she spoke to the man of God. What did she say? How glorious was the king of Israel today. Uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants. How do you like when somebody comes to you? <laughs> you lady, you're dancing from the pulpit. How funny you're looking. She's a peeper, not a joiner. Uh. But another joiner will come. Girl, you bless me. The way you were dancing. I was kind of discouraged today. I kind of tired today, but I saw you dancing. I felt so good. I felt so good. Pastor, what you said, I was so blessed because they're joiners, but they will be peepers. What did you mean to say, Pastor? Why did you say that? Offenses must come. But God of heaven is using those offenses and not allowing you to stumble. But save you from those offended, offenses because his plan is to keep you in the presence of God with joy and fix you. My mood 
my deeds, my work, my liking, my disliking, my smoke, my alcohol, my love of money, my hatred, my bitterness, my competition. He's going to fix all these. He's fixing all these and he's going to put me in the presence of God. See, he, she said, how glorious you look. You, king of Israel, you were dancing with those ladies. They were ridiculing you and she was ridiculing him. But what did he say? Okay, okay, honey, if you don't like it, I'm not going to do it. If you don't like it, I won't go to this church. Let's go to another church. Let's go to a serious church that doesn't even move. Not here. That's right. Not here. But listen to this one. What did he say? I want you to hear what he said. Okay. It was before the Lord. He said, it was not before you. I didn't do it for you. I didn't do it for those girls. It was before the Lord. It's before the Lord. When somebody comes and complains, why did you give $25,000 for the building fund? He said, I didn't give it to pastor. I didn't give it to out of the city church. I give it to God. Amen. I didn't give it to India. I give it to God. I didn't give it to Honduras. I give it to God. Amen. Your efforts, your working, your singing, your Sunday school teaching, your cleaning the church, your vacuuming the carpet, you're not doing for anybody. You're doing it for God. This is a very important thing. This will save you from offenses that you're doing it for God. But if you're not, if you don't have this in your mind that you're doing it for God, it might offend you. Because while you're cleaning the carpet, somebody will come to you and say, Hey, have you this? But you, don't you see these parts? Hmm, who are you? I'm not paid for this. I'm not a servant. And the way you talk. Instead, you say, Okay, brother, I'll, I'll clean it. Thank you. I'm doing it for the Lord. When you're doing it for the Lord, you'll be full of joy. Full of joy. I used to clean the church building when I came to the Lord. And I will go on a Saturday and clean the whole church building. And uh, in India, there's a lot of dust. And Sunday morning, one hour before the time, I'll go again to do the dusting again. And I was dusting the chair. And a lady came one hour before to that meeting. She, she sort of liked me very much. And that lady said, oh, she started crying. Oh, you're the only one doing the whole church building, cleaning the whole church building. And she said, what about pastor's son? There are so many people that should come and help you. You're doing the whole building by yourself. Many will join her. Say, I don't know. Nobody comes to help me. Maybe I'll do it for a few more year, weeks. And, I, and I, I looked into her eyes. I said, no, no, don't you ask anybody. This is my job. And I felt like somebody's taking my job. I felt like, because I was taught in the Sunday school, that when you do this kind of job, they, the God puts emeralds and diamonds in your crown. Yeah. I, I felt like some lady is taking the emeralds and diamonds from my crown uh -huh. and giving it to somebody else. I was so happy cleaning that church building. I was so happy doing it again and again. And I did it 50 years ago. Listen to this. 50 years have passed. I still do that. I still do that because there's a joy in doing things for God. I'm, I, I'm a cook and I cook for all whole people. I've trained thousands of people how to cook. And when you cook, you wash dishes. And I wash dishes. When I'm washing dishes, I'm very happy. I'm doing it for God's children. I'm doing it for God. Yeah. I'm very happy. Amen.
The man said this. The man said, I'm doing it for God. This was for God. Listen to what he said. Okay, if you don't like it, I'll not do it anymore. What did she say? It was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Yes, what else? And then he goes on to say, and I will be even more undignified than this. I'm not going to stop it. I'm not going to be trapped by this scandalon of yours. When a scandalon comes to you and says, hey, can I talk to you? Hey, I'll have lunch with you. We'll go for a lunch. If this lunch is a scandalon lunch, if this is a scandalon breakfast, go to this breakfast, go to this lunch, but refuse to be scandalon by that breakfast. Say, sorry, I'm doing it for God. I'm not doing it for a person. And I probably will give more in future. Amen. This was only 25,000. Next time it will be 65,000. Because I'm doing it for the Lord. And God is protecting me. He's making me by all these offenses. He's making me worthy to stand in the presence of God without fault. Uh, and he's fixing me. giving me a joy when I do these things. Folks, let me ask you a question. Are you very happy in doing it? Very happy that you are a part of the church. You're very happy that you're giving that money. Sometimes we are not happy when we're giving. A guy came to me in my church. And he said, you know, I've been to all the churches, but I want to join this church. But there's a problem. I said, what's the problem? I'll fix it. He said, the problem is this. This is many years ago. He said, I make 13,000 rupees. That means I have to give 1,300 every month to the church. He heard from some people, tithe. I said, no, I can make it easy. Oh, please, make it easy. Can you make it easy for me? I want to join this church. I said, okay, come here. I called him. I put my hand on him. I said, Lord, he gets 13,000 rupees. It's very difficult for him to give 1,300 every month. Lord, let him lose this job. <laughs> and give him a job of 2,000 so that he only have to pay 200. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm making it easy. I'm fixing it. <laughs> Folks, let me tell you, I still do that kind of prayer. If there's anybody in the congregation, after the meeting, you can come to me, I'll pray, and I guarantee you'll lose this job. <laughs> and your business that is making millions of dollars profit, it'll start losing millions of dollars. And then you don't have to pay any tithe because you're not making any money. Folks, many times, we are not happy in doing things. You, somebody told me, oh, I was paying only 200 rupees and I'm paying 20,000 now. And I said, also say this, you were only making 2,000 rupees and now you're making 200,000. Just make yourself happy by counting what you're making. Don't count what you're giving. And God is doing this. God is making God, his people by his word, by his unctions of the Holy Spirit. He's making you very happy and he's making you faultless and he's saving you from the trap. Scandal on. So he said to his wife, I'm going to do it even more. I'm going to do it even more. You know what he said? He said to his wife with the tears in, in his eyes. He said, one day, God spoke to me. Listen to this very carefully. He said to Michael, Michael, my wife, one day God spoke to me when I was carrying my brother's food. There was a guy shouting all every day, is there any man who can fight with me? You children of Israel, is your God big enough? Mm. 
to separate against me. I challenge you. He said, Michael, God spoke to me and God said, you go and fight. You kill this giant. I said, God, you really mean it? God said, yes. Go and kill the giant. So I started talking to people. I want to go and kill the giant. What happened? Everybody patted my back. Everybody kissed me. No. Here comes my oldest brother, Eliab. And Eliab said, hmm, I know the wickedness of your heart. When you stand for God and you want to do things for God, people will call you wicked. He said, I know the wickedness of your heart. The other translation reads, I know the naughtiness of your heart. And then further he said, I know you have come here to see the battle. The guy had brought the lunch. And that's why we don't bring lunch for anybody. That's why we don't do things for anybody. Because you, you, you get a bad name anyway. You don't. Oh, I brought lunch for you. And you're calling me naughty. You're calling me idiot. You're calling me wicked. And the brother said, where, where are those sheep? Where are those few sheeps? You irresponsible chap. Father gave you some sheep to look after and you come here. People will call you irresponsible. And they will come and say, hey, you should take care of your children, your family, and all these monies for that. And you giving two hours in prayer. But folks, this is scandalon. They are not for you, but they're trying to care that you can't stand before the presence of God with uh, extreme joy, being fixed. Enemies trick. Then they said, Michael, I decided, I decided not to say anything to my brother Eliab. I didn't want to be rude to him. But you know what he did? I'll tell you what he did. You can go back home and read it. We don't have time. You know what he did? Can anybody tell me what he did? He said, Bible tells us, he turned. When there is an scandal on, when there is offenses, you just turn. Amen. Don't get involved in these rotten talks. They'll rot you and they will take your joy. Wow. They will never help you to be able to stand in the presence of God. And he said, he turned. You listen to what he said? He turned and went to other side. And Bible tells us, listen to this. The message was saying, he turned and went to the other side and he continued talking same way. I will kill the giant. I'll kill the giant. You were one day talking, I'll kill the giant. Why are you not saying I'll kill the giant? Oh, because I wanted to kill the giant, but people offended me. I, I wanted to do something for God, but you know, I, thought, I don't think the world wants me to do it. They are scandal on. But God still wants you to do it. Amen. But listen to what happened. He turned from there and then he went to the king. He went to the king. He said, king, I am going to kill the giant. What did the king say? king said, great, you're the only man in my kingdom who wants to go and fight. Everybody else is scared. Even your brothers are scared. Great. <laughs> Folks, a lot of time people will not clap for you. A lot of time they will not they will not appreciate. They will not pat your back. At that time, Holy Spirit will come and pat your back Amen. and save you from a scandal. You know what happened? And King did not pat his back, but King said, you are a child. You know what he said? You are just a child. When people call you a child, when people call you a child, you are offended. 
When people call you fool, you are offended. When people call you crazy, you are offended. But when they call you child, you say, I'm child of God. Amen. When they call you crazy, you say, I'm crazy for God. Amen. When, you call, when they call you fool, you say, I'm fool after God. He turned, but he did not let the heart issue go away. He said, I'll kill the giant. I'll kill the giant. And he did kill the giant. Yes, yes, Folks, king may say something contrary to what is in your heart. Don't worry. Your brother Eliab has something else. Don't worry. But God is using you to be a giant killer. Come on. You may not look like a giant killer. People may not think you are a giant killer. Who cares? I'm not going to do, I'm not going to kill the giant because of my ability. It's because the Holy Spirit is going to save me from all the offenses and make me able. But what do you do? What do you do to not be offended? Number one, Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have those who love your law. Yeah. Go ahead. And nothing causes them to stumble. How many? Nothing. Nothing causes them to, them to stumble. Nothing. Why? Who are these people? Mm. Great peace they have in the law of God. Mm. The, these followers of the law of God, they look to the word of God, they look to the hand of God, and they look to the plan of God, and they're glued to the plan of God, and they're glued to the will of God, and nothing can offend. Are you glued to God? Mm. If you're glued to people's talk, you'll be destroyed. But if you're glued to the word of God, uh, no, nothing shall offend you. The next thing is Matthew 1321, 1321, Matthew 1321. Listen to this one. Yet he has no root in himself. He has no root in himself, okay? What else? But endures only for a while. This is only temporary. Anybody who has no root, temporary. Temporary. Two times you come to church, and that's it. That's it. Two times you read the word of God, that's it. Temporary. No root. Listen to this. For when tribulation or persecution arises because When people of... persecute you, they speak against you. Mm. What happened? Listen to this. Because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Immediately he stumbles. A lot of people immediately stumble. Mm. It takes only one minute. Somebody can say some one minute thing and stumble. But God doesn't want you in his army. If you're like that, he is making you careful of those scandalons. How do you become like that? You must have root. What is the root? Root is the hidden part of the tree. Yeah, I know you gave that much money. I know you worked hard. I know you're singing a song. I know you're coming to church. I know you have a Bible. Very good. Those things are seen. But let you have root. Hidden part. Your connection with God. Your connection, your root with God. Your time with God will allow you and make you so strong that nothing shall offend you. Amen. If you don't have any root, be seasonal. 
People always come and tell me, oh, Brother Tony, I wanted to do it, but people were very bad. I wanted to do it, but you know, people didn't let me do it. Now, don't worry about people, but Jude is writing a letter for you that he is going to save you from every hurdle and every offenses and every scandalons and stumbles so that you can stand before God. I believe that the, in this congregation, there are many people God's wanting to raise. Young people, God's wanting to raise you. Don't listen to scandalons. The plan of Peter is different. Don't say, Peter, one day Jesus praised Peter so much, and today you're asking me not to listen to Peter. At that time, he was listening to, Peter, to God, but right now, he's not listening to God. I, I have no, nothing against that man of God. I don't have anything against that woman of God. I don't have anything against that qualified man. But when they become offenses, you better be careful. You go around them because God wants to use you. I know there's so many people sitting here who would have become something in the kingdom of God, but you couldn't because of the offenses. If you don't have offenses, you will be happy, ready, standing before God. 50 years ago, I was so excited in God. I used to jump when I'm walking. I was so excited about God with church planting when I'm going through hunger, when I have no money. I'm excited. 50 years have passed. I'm still excited the same way. Ah, no less than that. Oh, I'm excited because... Hurdles come. But Jude is writing a letter for you that God is wanting to save you from every offenses. I'm going to pray for you. But if there's anybody who wants to repent and say, God, please help me. Jude, letter for me. I'm offended. I again want to come back and do that. Please, Lord, help me. God will help you. And I'm using a word, repent. Repent. I, I cannot, I don't have any substitute for repentance. Uh, repentance yeah. is repentance. No better word. Repentance is when you say, God, I'm sorry, I've done wrong. Forgive me. I want to be used. I want to stand for your work and you will do it. When every head bow, every eye close, is there anybody who would say, Brother Tony, you pray for me and just stand if you want me to pray for you. Just stand if you want me to pray for you and I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. Just, 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 just stand. All those who say, yes, you're talking to me. I've been offended and you, talk, you, you pray for me and I'm going to pray. Just stand, just stand, wherever you are. I'm going to pray. God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I've seen you. Just continue to stand if God's talking to you. Yes, a little bit you have in your heart. You're a little bit dis discouraged. You're a little bit disappointed. You're a little bit angry on what happened that day. And that's why you're not able to stand before God in His presence. God bless you. 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 Anybody else? Just, just stand. I give you another chance. Just stand. I, I love you. I, I want you to make peace with God today. Because God has a plan for you. He wants you to stand in the presence of God. He wants you to be full of joy. Last chance, if there's anybody else. We want to have almost 100 people. We want to have 100 people. We have about 70, 80 people standing 
if if you see it's your time god bless you god bless you if you see this is your time stand anybody else just stand god bless you god bless you anybody god bless you 3 4 god bless you just stand say well tony there's a little thing in me but i want to make peace with god i want to give chance to god and i repent i'm sorry i've been offended i'm sorry i have i'm angry in my heart but i want god bless you god bless you with what happened it happened from your brother it happened from your enemy it, it was a scandal on you don't want to be trapped by that trap one more chance just stand hallelujah 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 we're almost 100 people all over and i want you to say sorry god forgive me don't use any other word don't say maybe i was wrong maybe he was wrong maybe you were wrong maybe heaven was wrong maybe god you didn't know no 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 don't blame god say god i was wrong that was a scandal on that offense has made me stop stole my joy took my blessing but i'm sorry god just say i'm sorry god forgive me forgive me i know your plan is to make me full of joy your plan is to use me for your glory and for your honor you want me to stand straight you don't want me to stumble i'm going to pray for you hallelujah you pray with me i'm going to pray for you father we thank you for these people who are standing they love you they appreciate you your plan is to make them stand in your presence fill them with your steam joy fix them in every area of their life tonight this afternoon we have come before you before the throne of your grace and ask you to touch us touch every one of us deliver us from our faults fix us make them stand in your presence lord these are valuable people they can turn the world upside down the people who can change the entire country are standing here lord help them change them use them bless them thank you jesus for what you're doing for us in jesus name amen